0: Good me evening. So I want you to explain a little bit about what "good me evening" means because if you haven't listened to the trailer, which if you don't know what it means, then you obviously haven't listened to the trailer. Which you know, I, I care. I don't care. Kind of care. It's fine. Whatever. Go listen to it, please. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> evening basically means morning and evening because wherever you are i want you to be having a good time and you know morning kind of encapsulates morning and afternoon and evening kind of encapsulates evening and night and basically i couldn't come up with anything better and after evening night doesn't really work so best i got for now so enjoy All right, so today we're going to be talking a little bit about working as a teenager. So my first job actually was not working at the movie theater, which is what I'm currently doing, which is so much fun. So much fun. Oh my God. Like amazing. <laughs> if you couldn't tell that was sarcasm. Okay. Anyway, moving on. But my first job was actually working at the Student Conservation Association, which if you didn't know, which I'm sure you don't because most everyone doesn't know. But um, the Student Conservation Association, at least in Seattle, is basically a program where a bunch of teenagers, like around, I don't know, 14 to 18, something around there, all work together and clean up parks. So you and that group would, it would be kind of like a summer camp, but at the same time you were like working, you were working pretty hard too. So most of the day, at least at one location, you would be pulling out, like blackberries. And my God, that whole summer, my arms, legs, everything just got so scratched up and you would have to wear long sleeve shirt, long sleeve pants and all that stuff. And it was hot. It was like 80, 85 degrees, you know, like that's not that hot, but for me it's hot. So whatever, it was hot. And I would be like, you know, working and then just out of nowhere, there'd be like a syringe on the ground and I'd have to that up which was gross but like at the same time I was like this is like good for the environment you know like I'm doing a good thing but I like it was a lot you know it was a lot to be like working I don't know eight hours a day just like pulling blackberries and not even for minimum wage like it was not for minimum wage and I don't know how that's legal I mean I guess it was like an internship type thing it wasn't even an internship it was like just working for under minimum wage I still don't know if that's legal, but whatever, I got paid something, so, you know, it it works, and it was the job I could find, and honestly, I don't really regret it, but, you know, it would have been nice to pick something where I could have, you know, learned something that would have been more helpful to me in the future, like, really, all they taught you about was, like, I don't, I don't even know. They would just teach you about trees and stuff and like different types of trees. And I'm like, you know, this, this is nice, but like I could use something more helpful for later, maybe not trees. And I know like I picked this job, so like, why am I complaining? But like a lot of people that were there were just there because it was like close to where they lived or close to what they were, um, you know, their commute. So they were just there for, just the experience and like getting a job because getting the job was not hard to be honest I just went in for my interview and they're like yeah you're great you're good you're good yeah you got it good job you know like like you, like it wasn't too bad to get the job which was an interesting experience in itself because like that was when my first job and I really like for interviews I would dress the part I would get the suit out and I would just go for it I would really just be ready to go and get the suit and be in the office like I don't know 20 minutes early I'd be like waiting I'd be like you know when's when's this guy gonna come out when am I gonna do my interview like I was so nervous oh my god but um I got in there and like you know all the questions were pretty simple I just answered them whatever I was really hyping myself up you know gotta do some power poses (laughs) and everything you know but it was it was really simple I think on the spot the the guy was just like I don't remember his name I think it was Michael Michael you know, that sounds kind of like Manasseh, Michael Manasseh, whatever. But um, <laughs> he was he was just like, yep, you're good. You got it. And I was like, okay, okay thanks. <laughs> you know, this has been a great experience, you know, whatever. I go home. I tell my dad. I'm like, I, I got the job, you know. Like, I got it. He was like, what? Like, you got the job today. You went in today. And I was like, yeah, I, I got the job. Now, at that point, you know, you realize, like, this job is – what is this? (laughs) You know, like you already know that something's up and you know that the experience is just going to be once in a lifetime and maybe not in the best way, but it's an experience. So, all right. And then after the interview, I still actually had a good amount of time until my job actually started. So I interviewed in like April or maybe even earlier than that. And my job actually started in June or Yeah, I think it was June because it was a summer thing. So, it went from like June to August or something like that. So I didn't actually have to be there long, which was nice because I didn't have to like commit to something or like end up quitting at some point. You know, like I, I just had to be there the three months or two and a half months or whatever it was, and then I could leave and go do something else because I didn't really want to stay there, and I knew that from the starting point. I was like. I was like, okay, so I just, I'm glad this is short, thank God, you know, and I wasn't really doing anything that summer anyway, so this was just a good opportunity for my first kind of job thing. We're just going to call it a job thing, because that's what it was. So on my first day, you know, um, we had our uniform, so we had our work boots, which I still have. I think they just let me keep them, because we had like a little meeting before the first day, and they like gave you your boots. You could, like, rent them, but at the end of the summer, I just, they just didn't want them back, and I was like, okay, I'll just, I guess I'm keeping them, so they're in my closet, so if you ever need some work boots, size 8, eight and a half, got you, you know, <laughs> like, I do not need them, and they're just sitting there, so, again, they're up, up for the, up for the offer, so just let me know, let me know, just text me or something, you know, casual, so uh, we had to go the first day with our work boots and our work shirt. I don't remember what the work shirt said, but it was bright blue, and I will never forget the like what it kind of looked like. I just do not remember what it said. It said something about conservation. It was like, conservation is the best, or something along those lines, and it had a little leaf in the corner that said SCA. I don't know why I'm describing the shirt, but like I can just see it so clearly in my head that I'm just proving to y'all that I can describe the shirt if prompted, so it's a very clear image in my head. I just can't think of the phrase. But we showed up the first day with that and we met our crew leaders, which I'm going to call them because I don't want to say their real names. um, E and N. And I really grew to love both of these people very much. They are very close to my heart. And if I ever see them again, I will be so happy, you know. Um, So E was very bubbly from the start and she just had the most likable personality honestly like I met her and I was like oh my god she is so sweet and N was more of the opposite she was more of a hard shell you know she was very not interested in the work we did you know I think she she was just there to like you know get a paycheck and move on you know that's kind of why she was there and what she did it for but they worked really well together like both of them were really funny but in their own way so E was really funny just That's just how she naturally was. She was just bubbly. And N was very sarcastic and just kind of sassy about stuff. And it was just, they played off each other so well. And it just made the summer just memorable, you know? And how they interacted with all the people in our group, because there was like eight of us. So we all became pretty close during that summer. And that's what made it really fun at the time, you know, because I just became so close with about five of our, I don't know, 10, eight person groups, something like that. And it was just really fun to just bond with them come to work and just bond with some people that you wouldn't normally you know hang out with like us as a group we were all very different personalities and I don't think we would have ever like come across each other just like at a normal school building you know just like then just start chatting it up you know <laughs> like I don't I don't think we all would have just come together that way but I think at SCA that was really an experience where you could meet people that you wouldn't normally you know connect with and it was really fun for that and honestly at the time I thought it was a really fun experience now looking back I'm kind of like you know I'd probably never do that again but it was a good first experience you know in hindsight so I, I do appreciate SEA for giving me a couple really good friends that I still have today so I do appreciate them and so that is one good thing about SEA that came out of it but so moving on about that so basically on our first day we kind of got introduced to everything and you know I was just kind of getting in the swing of it and every time we would kind of come in and just share like our highs and lows and I really just I think that's important you know like it was just so nice to like kind of just connect as a group And just kind of share, like, how we were feeling, how things are going well in our life, what things aren't going well in our life. And I think that, you know, people should do that more, you know? Like, even just at a normal job, just, like, get a couple people together, like, in the morning. Just, like, kind of say how you're feeling. Just let it out, you know? Just talk about it. I don't know. It really brought us closer together. And I think it helped just talking a little bit in the morning. We all had our coffee. We were all, like, tired. But... You know, we still got going and we still like played some games in the morning and we're ready. But I don't know. I think it should be implemented more because when I go to work now, you just kind of go in and you're like, what? And you just you have your you have your coffee. You got your Red Bull, you know, you know, Red Bull important. But you got one of those and you're just like kind of zone out, you know, you're just in your own place and you're not really wanting to talk with other people around you, which you don't have to make it. An environment where you hate being there the whole time you can talk with people and just kind of connect with people by saying simply your highs and your lows and i just i think that would be really cool to implement but i don't know maybe that's just me whatever it's fine you can implement it on your own you could not implement it i'm trying my best trying but failing so you know i, I whatever so i'm just going to share a couple stories from working at the student conservation association so i can move on to some stories working at amc sca amc that i didn't realize that i've worked at two places with like three letter acronyms what a coincidence wow (laughs) i don't know i just that's kind of dumb but whatever okay so basically one time one time I'm surprised it didn't happen more often because this is Seattle and it was like South Seattle. So I'm surprised it only happened once, but it did. We were, you know, digging through the blackberries because that's what we did. (laughs) And we found this gun. It was like old. It was like super old, but still we had to, you know, call the police department, whatever. Get that all figured out. And I just found it so ironic because that was like mid-morning, maybe afternoon. And we worked till like three or four or something like that. And we got the rest of the day off. And you know what we did with the rest of our day? We played Mafia. Yes, we played the game Mafia, where, you know, someone is like a, is a killer, someone is a medic, and you make up all these stories and, you know, you try to find the murderer. And I just find that ironic that we literally found a gun on the scene and then decided to play Mafia for the rest of the day. And we found that very entertaining. And we literally just continued to play that. And we were just you know eating our lunch, chilling, talking, playing mafia. You know, after we found a gun and the police is there and they're like searching the area, and making sure it's all clear for us to come back the next day and whatever. But you know, yeah, we're just chilling, playing mafia. I just find that so funny. And I, it's that's just how we were. We were just that done with it that way. Like, we were just like, you know what, we found a gun, whatever, we're just gonna play some mafia. You know, like no one complained or wanted to go home or like do anything, we just like chilled you're just tired you know just let's just sit down (laughs) let's just sit down and play some mafia (laughs) that's all we wanted to do and I just love that I just think that's so entertaining another thing that was actually really fun was um for like a two or three day trip we actually went camping and we all like we legitimately like went overnight camping at like some It's, like, very east of Seattle, and, um, basically, we had to work, and we were, like, canoeing, so we, there was, like, this lake, and we had to, like, canoe out to this little island and canoe back and all this stuff, and so that was, that was fun, but at the same time, you know, we were, like, out in the middle of nowhere, basically, like, it was kind of close to Seattle, but, like, pretty, pretty far out in Standard, like, it was past North Bend, and so and that's not even far, but like it was way past there. So I was like, there's no like cell service or anything. So like, you know, if anything happens, I'm just stuck with like a group of people that I like kind of know, but not even really know. So that's kind of awkward. And like, you know, I, I didn't really think about it at the time as much. So I was like, you know, these people are great. But like, in hindsight, again, I didn't really know these people like what they could have like killed me in my sleep. And I would have just, you know, I was on a fun trip, you know, like, like, no, (laughs) that's probably not the best idea, but, you know, it was a program, so, you know, gotta trust the program, but still, we were just intense, you know, just camping, bunch of us, people who didn't really know each other, but it's fine, but the person who, like, worked for the park service, they would, like, come and help us, and there's this one lady, and she was, like, nice, I guess, but, like, she learned everyone else's name except for mine and I mean I guess I understand my name is hard but like you know you could try and like I was annoyed but it's you know I don't hold it against her but that's not really the issue so (laughs) she didn't cause an issue or anything but um one day we were like you know having s'mores by the fire you know all of us and she came down and she she was like oh can I share a story and she brought her like banjo or ukulele or whatever and I was like cool you know that's fine and um you know our crew leaders were like yeah yeah sure for sure you know and she literally tells a story about like like two people like in a cabin in the woods and it's literally it's not even that scary but it was like scary for me because like you know again with people I don't know and she's like telling the story and like it's like actually scary and she's telling about the people in the cabin and they get like murdered and it's, I think, part of it, or, like, maybe she told a second story, and that one was real, but one of them was real, and I was freaked out, like, I literally, when we went to bed that night, like, in the tent, I was just sitting there, like, oh my god, I'm, this is how I die, this is, this is how I die, that lady's gonna come and freaking hit me with her ukulele, and this is, this is, this is the end, and (laughs) I was just so freaked out, and there was no reason to be freaked out, you know, I was fine, you Know, I got my crew leaders and the other people there. You know, like we were all fine, but I was still freaked out and I was convinced that like this was the end, this lady was just the end of me, or like you know, like th- there was like some whistling in the trees or whatever, just like the wind. And I'd just be like, I just shake, I'd be like, Oh my god, oh my god, like what is happening? <laughs> and you know, I will not forget that because I was freaked out, I don't even know why, but um you know that that was a pretty entertaining time for me so those were a couple of my stories from working at the student conservation association and it, again it was it was a fun experience just in total you know it was fun it wasn't the best but it was fun to work with people and get to learn a ton of stuff about people within a short period of time because we really did learn a lot about each other just just seeing each other every day for so long and like talking one-on-one for so long you know you you get to know people and some of the people there were crazy but whatever (laughs) so now so a year later I started I applied so I did my sophomore year of school I believe and then I applied for a job at AMC amazing you know you know what it is and again I went in with the suit you know (laughs) of course, I had to go in with a suit, and I didn't know that it was, like, not a common thing to not go in a, with a suit to, like, an interview, like, I thought that was normal, but, um, apparently not at AMC, they just, like, go in with, like, khakis or something, not, like, a full-on suit, but, you know, I still went, whatever, and I did well in the interview, and they called me, and they are like, yeah, you're good, like, we want to give you the job, and, I'm like okay cool like perfect and the first day the very first day I work is literally like this crew summit experience thing where you um you go in and like all the crew are working on one day and like there's like a powerpoint and we all just like listen to the powerpoint and then afterwards we like all get into little groups and like talk about stuff whatever and this was my first day like I knew no one I got in there like the entire just staff of amc like at factoria was just there and i was like what am i supposed to do so i'm just like looking around like a little like a little dumb person i am like trying to figure out what to do because i have no idea like i don't know one person so we're literally like we go into an auditorium i don't know where to sit i i i sit next to like like um kind of a middle-aged woman her name's Stephanie and she's amazing I love her but um I didn't know her at the time so I sat next to her and she was so nice she just like was like it's okay I know it's your first day blah 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 and it was just crazy how many people there were there and I was like oh my god like I have to like socialize with all these people and like actually get to know all of them and it was just so intimidating and I'm not gonna lie it killed me to be in that auditorium when they were speaking because they literally read word for word off of that piece of paper. And it was the most just it was awful just watching them speak. And we haven't had a on summit since. And I'm just never been happier for something. So that's great. Like they they that was just a weird experience. And we had to make like posters afterwards, like with groups. And like when you work at AMC, you know, you're not the most like I don't even know how to describe it, like passionate about it like it's not even that it's a like a super like a bad company it's just like you know you're doing this job as like something to get by or something to like you do this and then you move on to something else or you're in between college and high school or whatever you're doing you know you're it's an in-between job like you don't you usually don't do it as like unless you're like high up in leadership usually don't do it just for like you know it's because it's your passion so you know, when we were, like, making posters, we were all just trying to come up with stuff, like, put on the poster of, like, what AMC is or, like, what what do we stand for? And we were all just, like, yeah, I don't know. It was my first day, so I just kind of stood there and I was, like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. So that was my very first day and that was kind of a traumatizing experience. I'm not going to lie. I just was, like, wow, this is insane. And, you know, when you're working in customer service, I didn't realize how many people complain about everything and it's insane they literally i swear they come up with things to complain about someone actually came up to me the other day and was literally like so i can only sit in a seat like with the cup holder on the on the right side and i was like okay yeah you know i'll get yours like this is where this side is where or this seat is where the cup holder is on the right side blah blah and she's like okay great and then um she's like actually I want this other seat and I'm like okay the you know the cup holders on the left side in that seat and you wanted it specifically on the right you made that very clear I didn't say it like that but she made it very clear she said it like multiple times she was like I want the cup holder on the right side so I was like okay okay let's get in that for her and then she was like no I actually I just don't want to sit in front of people and on the screen it literally showed her sitting in front of people and I was like yeah but you know there's people in front of you in here and she was like it's fine. So she ended up picking a seat that she was sitting in front of people and the cup holder was on the left side when she specifically did not want to sit in front of people and did not want to be on the right side. And I made it clear that like, this is what was happening. And she was like, nope, it's fine. You know, I'll take it. I'll take the seat. Like, I like that seat. And I was like, okay, you know, okay. Like, just not what you explained what you wanted in the first place, but that's fine. Like, I don't really mind at all just picking a different seat for someone. But being like, you know not 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 even like sassy but just like kind of rude about things like that like it's not my fault that you would like to change your seat specifically to what you said to something different you know it's it's just not my fault and they just have to be short with me and I'm like I'm sorry (laughs) it's just insane the different type of people that come in and I never expected that from kind of more of a I don't know. At a movie theater, you would just think, you know, people like, you know, come in and they, I was very naive about it at the time, but, um, you know, they come in, they watch the movie and they're like, yeah, you're done. That is just not how it is. There are so many moving factors that just make people's experience. They make or break the experience and they will tell you um, they will tell you what they think they will tell you when you are busy in a rush they'll tell you when it's quiet and there's literally no one in the lobby they will tell you at any point and it's just it is just something else it is really it is really just something you have to prepare for and something that you just have to deal with people being extremely angry about very small or minuscule things that you would just that you personally would just not even like care about and here's one of my stories from when I was working a couple weeks ago or actually no this one was actually a couple months ago when um I actually had my not even it was just like a misunderstanding with a guest but at the same time she was just a little bit overreacting about something but basically I had my keys on so I was ready to go on break because I had to go get food because I was hungry and I'd been there for a while. So I was ready to go get food. So I was like, okay. So I was going out the back door and I was talking with someone who was like standing inside because they were working and, you know, I was on the other side. So I was already out the door and this lady comes running out of her theater and she like stops me. She's like, she's like, wait, like, like, can you help me? And I was like, I was like, sure, you know, like, I'll just take a sec. I was already clocked off. So I wasn't even like, you know, working technically, but I was like, sure, you know, whatever. So I came back like a little bit inside I was still standing outside and I was like okay yeah what is it she was like um there's people coming in and out of my theater like they're teenagers and there's like this group and I'm explaining to her I'm like you know they probably just want to go outside so they can talk and not disrupt the movie and then come back in and she's like she's like no that's not what's happening you know I find it sketchy blah 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 and I'm like okay and that weekend we literally had a security guard because for the Joker we there was like some threats for movie theater so we had a security guard at the time and he had been in there and he had said it was all clear and like it was fine and she was like there's a security guard and I don't feel comfortable and I'm like well if there's a security guard you should probably realize that they've probably taken care of the situation so I'm just trying to you know um, just talk her down a little bit and be like, yeah, it's okay. Like I, I, the situation is under control, you know? And then I'm, and then she's like, you know, where can I talk to someone or whatever? And, and I'm like, okay, um, right now there's not much I can do because I'm on break. I'm literally on break. And so I send her, I send her to guest services, which is just, you know, right across the hall. And she's like, what? do you think my problems are are my problems nothing to you like and then she's like you know you just basically said like f you to me and blah 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 and I'm like what I literally I, I don't have a radio like I can't radio in anyone for help I can't I can't do anything with this situation so like I'm just honestly lost here at this point I'm just like okay and she runs back into her auditorium and she's like and she like slams the auditorium door and I'm like oh my god, and I just look at the person who's with me, and I'm like, what, like, that's insane, like, why, like, why is this happening, and I was already, like, trying to go get food, because, you know, Taco Bell runs, I need them during the day, and Taco Bell is, like, right across the street, so, like, it's nice but I was already just like, what? And I'm talking to my supervisor. I'm like, you know, if anyone complains about this, like, I'm going to give you the rundown. Like, this is what happened, man. Like, it wasn't just me, like, shooing off some lady about her problems. Like, that is not what happened. (laughs) And, you know, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know what to say because I did everything right. My manager like, yep, you did everything right. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, okay, thanks. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) I'm going to go on my break now. (laughs) Bye. And I was already like, 15 minutes in my break and I was like, okay, whatever. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. So that was just a couple of my AMC amazing experiences. Couple a little bit overwhelming. Yeah, I I've, I've obviously do like working there because I love the people who work there. They're just very chill and just down to earth and just they know what's up. <laughs> they know the vibe because, you know, we're all there just to just to get by and just to make some money during high school or college. And so it's really fun working with them and I really enjoy it. And I've definitely made some great connections while working there. So it's been, it's been cool. It's been really cool. But um, yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, these were just a couple of my stories from working as a teenager. You know, I'm still a teenager and I still got about four years left of being a teenager. So I'm going to get a lot more stories. But, you know, if you enjoyed this episode, just let me know. And I will make another one maybe with someone I work with or have worked with in the past at one of my two jobs. And we can share some stories that we have had together or that we have had separately. And I think that would be fun. But yeah. Thank you so much for listening. And if you made it this far, you are literal God sent. So I love you and thank you. And I appreciate it so much. And you can hear it in my voice. Like, that's amazing that you actually made it to the end of this episode. And that's so cool. And Oh my god, thank you. Okay, bye. I'm done now. Bye.